welcome to the Land Cave, where we are living as nerds. You can like and follow us at facebook.com slash the Land Cave, where we go live each and every Thursday evening for our weekly gaming and nerd podcast, as well as other times throughout the week. If you can't watch us live, that's okay. You can watch the VOD over at youtube.com slash the Land Cave, and you can listen to us on each and every podcast service that exists in the entire world. Now on with the show. Welcome to the Land Cave, where we're living as nerds. I'm Patrick, joined by Owen. Discounts are not discounts, because you must pay us back. <laughs> yeah, kind. Yeah, there, there's a there's a little weird little weirdness news to, the, today. Interesting news today. Uh, thankfully, got updates like shortly before uh, we started the show, so we're going to give you accurate news as opposed to, you know, just just headlines that are clickbaity. Um, I will say. Uh, because we're a couple days away from Obi Wan, uh, I thought it was fitting. This was on sale, and I haven't I haven't told you about this. This was on really? sale on Amazon. What you got for it? And uh, I don't know if it's the one that you got, but I got this. Oh yeah, boy! Is that the? It's, it's not that eight hundred dollars. Is it? No. Is it the se- Is it the sequel trilogy, Millennium Falcon? Yeah. So it's the rise. It's the rise of Skywalker one. Uh, but it okay. is the one with the OG uh, sat, uh, radar dish, not the square radar dish, because um, they came out with one. I want to say it was during Force Awakens or uh, yeah. Last Jedi, where it had the square. This one doesn't have that. This is. Um, well, now you got me curious. Yeah, see, I, I, I figured you'd go check our right, which version do you have, and I got well, Lando I have, Chewbacca. I have the Episode Seven one, and it is a rectangle. It is a rectangle. Okay. Okay. I mean, not that it matters. Uh, it's it's pretty much it's it's but almost in the back the of same. your mind. It matters a lot. Part of part of me it did. Uh, and uh, I don't have Han on here. Like, there's a couple like well, mini figs that I'm like now I need because Han would be gone by this point. But yeah, uh, on sale for like 120. Spoilers, but it's Star Wars spoilers from yeah. a few years ago. So sorry, but yeah, 120 bucks. And I've been, yeah. I was like, that's a good deal. And I would, in the back of my mind, I've been like, should I splurge and get that ridiculous giant uh, Millennium Falcon? And then I saw how big it is. Yeah, It's just, a, it's obnoxious. And people had, this had good reviews. So I'm like, that's fine. That's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with this one. <laughs> I've been waiting six months for this guy right here. Uh, Death's Door originally was Xbox exclusive then came to switch and digital only and um different company yeah Yeah. different company than limited run actually based in dallas texas called special reserve games came with this this kind of like brought a little joy to my heart came with a little instruction booklet (sighs) little throwback man bring those back man uh so i don't know if you have you played this game at all i have not no apparently it's kind of like like uh What's the word where it's like you're looking down at the map iso... isometric? Is that is that the word? Like Diablo? Yeah. So yeah. So isometric in terms of like the the play and apparently it's kind of soulsy in terms of it's a little difficult. You collect okay. 
souls for upgrades and stuff yeah. but it, you play like this but they also said it's kind of like a soul zelda hybrid so it's on game pass if you want to check okay. it out uh um, i got game pass so i was told it was awesome and i've literally not touched it on digital because i it was just one of these i i now the only game i'm now waiting on i'm waiting on eastward on okay. switch and i'm waiting on kotor physical on switch i own it digitally already and that'll be the last two games <laughs> that i have ordered and i'm out i'm out <laughs> until we... until i see some stuff on like for spoken yeah. until the summer the so uh, xbox's event is uh, we got a couple like uh, four or five weeks is it, it june, is june I... 12th okay. Okay, okay so three weeks Three weeks for that. Summer Games Fest is... They have a kickoff event June 10th, so two days before. So Summer Games Fest going to kick it off. Right in the corner. And we're going to be here for that. We've been kind of low on the news for the last few weeks. Been playing some backlog. What have you been getting into? You know, I, uh, I've been playing... Excuse me, there's a little spoilers there. I've been playing Dark Souls, um, mostly because I've been uh, relatively busy and I've played the game so many times that it's one of those easy, I'll just jump in. I know I'm saying Dark Souls easy, but like it's familiar enough that I can like just I jump mean, if you've in. You've done and do, it, right? Like once you've done it, you've done it. Yeah, yeah. And it's still challenging, yeah. but I haven't platinumed Dark Souls. So I'm possibly going to platinum oh. Dark Souls, possibly. And then, you know, it's, it's kind of one of my things since after i platinumed elden ring and i realized i don't think i've even beaten this on playstation i beat it on xbox um i beat bloodborne obviously on, on playstation but i haven't platinumed yeah. the others so it's kind of almost like uh it's almost like a like a rites of passage for me as a Soulsborne player i'm like i should probably have these on my on my list which is one thing i like about the way that playstation has their trophies as opposed to achievements you know you can see the this is how many platinums i've i've uh, accomplished um something yeah. cool about that uh, as opposed to just an ever-increasing number of uh of points it, but is dark souls remastered 60 frames on playstation uh i i don't think so you, you can double check me but i don't think it's 60 i may be wrong um uh, it, it's it the frame rate it's still locked at least it's not 30 default yeah, so I'm, this is on console. frame rate. Yeah, PS4. I mean, I'm playing on PS5, but um, oh, it says 60. Near, nearly every game, be it Dark Souls or Sekiro. Okay, so okay. the reason why I tell you, I, I, mm -hmm. I want to make you a little happy. Yeah, I have put out some Deku deals. So if you have not been to that website before, I have moved on from PS deals and NT deals because Deku deals is an all-encompassing website. Okay. Uh, that combines everything. Now, unfortunately, they don't have an app, so it is like web-based. But I Sorry. put out some things. I put Dark Souls okay. remastered in there for ten bucks. When it's ten bucks, I will pick it up. Okay. Uh, it's currently twenty, uh, yep. or thirty, or forty, depending on where you're buying it from. But when yeah. it's ten bucks, I'll buy it. I, depending on how this PS Plus tier is looking. I you intend to at least porn. try Demon yeah. Souls. No, okay. Bloodborne. Oh. I need the sixty frames. Oh, that's bro. right. That's like, right. That's right. I'm not. I, I played <laughs> Elden Ring at a nice, smooth, yep. 
60 frames. It I was, was thinking Demon Souls because I, I remember one of those is coming. Yeah, I can't. I can't go. I can't go down. Yeah. Even though a lot of people I know, Bloodborne is their favorite, but I just can't. This this is a 60 frame world. If the if I just for an action game like that, yeah. I need it. I I, yeah. I I know that sounds snobby out there, yeah. gamers, but there's just certain things like the like. There's a reason that you have to cave when you're playing things like Zelda. So playing Breath of the Wild, mm-hmm. I have to play it. I have zero options. Yeah, at that, but I don't have to play Bloodborne. That's just like a thing where yeah. I'm interested in interested in dipping in. I have sure. some. I have some skills. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't have a lot of skills, but I did beat Elden Rings. You did, yeah. And <laughs> I will say these, you know, the combat is similar. The combat is similar, but Elden Ring has enough um, quality of life kind of adjustments oh, yeah. in regards to the fast travel, in regards to torrent, being able to to run around on your uh, uh, on your uh, your steed and boss runs like when you get finally get to a boss and you die in elden ring you spawn basically pretty pretty darn close or right next to the boss in dark souls and all the other souls games you do have to find the best most efficient path to get back to the boss um and you know sometimes you're just literally running around enemies just to avoid damage and not uh not yeah so um that's why I, I'm not really, going to pay a lot of money yeah. for them because they don't have the fast travel and things that I want, and there's only yeah. so much that I'm willing to do. That's where again, Elden Ring did it right, yeah. and I hope Fron never goes back. You Bring do on get the open worlds. yeah, yeah. Dark right. Souls Two has more fast travel, and Dark Souls yeah. when you get about a, a quarter or a third of the way through, you get a fast travel like thing, but it's not. Yeah. It's not like look at the map and I can travel anywhere. Um, but yeah, I, I get that from a quality of life perspective. You know, nobody's got time to. You know, we've got so many games to play. It's hard to jump yeah. back into into something like that. So I, I get it. I get it. Um, yeah. So when when there's some when there's some sales, uh, you know, yeah. I want to try the original. Uh, it not, it's obviously not the original because Demon's Demons. Demons. But yeah, with the PS Plus, I mean, I'm going to try the remake or remaster, yeah. or whatever they call it. I think they call it a remake, right? Yeah, um, it, and then, I don't know remake remaster. It's a it's a remake remake. And then Dark yeah. Souls remastered. I am I am willing uh, to try. I've been yeah. I, I've opened the door. Mm-hmm. I might mm-hmm. you know I I have de- I mean I've I've thrown open the door. I beat a Souls game, but <laughs> I don't you know. There's only so much. Whenever you've played like a current, like you said, with yeah. all this quality of life, so there's only there's only so much I can go back. But I am happy to be back playing some games again yeah. i took i took like a month off after beating elden ring it was just one of those things you had to go i am in chapter i think 14 out of 16 yeah on guardians of the galaxy so i am right there at the end this game don't sleep on this game yeah. uh, it's on game pass so if you don't own it you should check it out on game pass the gameplay has moments where it's annoying but honestly it could be one of those reverse things you know how when people tell you that games are like awesome and they're so great and that you should just play them because it's like one of the best things ever that i've ever experienced and then you play it and you're like what's the deal yeah get over hype so in this case the reverse happened people were like the gameplay sucks but the story is good and so and it was so many people saying that the gameplay was like not great and i'm like it's fine it's fine it's not 
that's not anything special or anything, but I have I kind of enjoy the team based aspect of it. It kind of makes me think of like Final Fantasy 15, where it's like not as polished as Final Fantasy 7 remake. Like you can yeah. see like the bones in Final Fantasy 15 of like party based like action RPG, and then 7 remake did it better. So Guardians of the Galaxy is like that 15 version where it's like it's fine, it's yeah. playable, it it's it's not terrible but then but the, the story, story is yeah really really good it, you're saying the really dialogue over- too right the dialogue yeah. like how many lines there are yeah, yeah. that's and impressive it, so i uh i encourage anyone to check out this game I'll, i don't know exactly how long it is because i've just been kind of playing it off and on i would say it's probably like 20 hours but you can check out how long to be for that uh okay. It's, I hope, I hope that even though Square just sold this company, that mm-hmm. they get a shot at a second one. I hope that that kind of goes with them. I hope that Marvel lets yeah. them have it, even though they have a relationship with Square and they have a relationship with Sony too. And now they have like, Disney has a relationship with Microsoft. So hopefully that can pass on yeah. to uh, who bought Embracer Group, right? Yeah. Yeah, so hopefully yeah. that passes along and they get a second chance because if they can if they can improve upon the gameplay and keep the writing at the same level that they had the first one they will make probably one of the best superhero games of all time on their second go if they i think if they get another shot i think that yeah it's what, what, the, what they say about house it's got good bones yeah yeah it's got good and, bones and uh, i will say like people were talking about like the price drop on it you know because it came out and then the price dropped about a month and a half two months afterwards like there were it was being heavily discounted but and that's that's kind of the norm for the unless the game is some huge blockbuster um that that they know is just going to keep racking it in like elden ring keeps you know the sales are still relatively steady um, you know, they know it's going to drop off. So a discount 45 to 60 days into a game being released isn't out of the norm nowadays. It doesn't mean the game is a complete failure, uh, but I'm hoping yeah. it's enough that the quality and the conti- the people continuing to play it, you know, gives that, uh, you know, gives it that second life. If we can get, uh, if we can get more of it, I mean, between this, We've got the Wolver- uh, Wolverine game that they're working on, which I don't think is going to be until like 2024 or so. You got another Spider-Man game uh, coming out. I'm going to guess next year on that. We got got some good superhero stuff coming out. It's uh, I I would say just based on how long they've probably been working on it, I would probably agree with both of those. Yeah. Um, I think that I think that Spider-Man definitely comes first, <laughs> just based on the fact that Spider-Man One came out. Um. And, and I, I assume they're going to use the same engine and all that. So a lot of the, you know, so, not saying it's going to so be a re, one, reskin. Yeah. So speaking of that, what do we think about Snap? You know, I'm I'm excited about it, and I may, okay. yeah, I think I'm I'm like a target audience for for a few reasons. Snap being uh, a customizable card game. Uh, I, I love Magic the Gathering. I love deck building. Um, so. I'm hopeful on it. Uh, it's not obviously like a, I, I, I don't think of it as like a magic killer. It's definitely its own thing. Uh, but I'm I'm excited about it. The fact that it's on mobile and PC, I like because um, 
I like the ability to use something on mobile. I'm assuming I didn't check and see if it's cross, uh, cross. Um, what's the term? Not cross play, but cross progression. I'm assuming that my same account will work on both. I'm hoping. Uh, if not, I'll probably play it on on PC um, just for for ease or whatever. But I, yeah, I'm 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 happy about it. Uh, I like. I like when they can bring in something like this where it's like all the Marvel properties and they don't have to worry about, um, you know, the Disney MCU side of the house. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely up my alley. I know it's not necessarily uh, yours, but what do you think? I mean, I, I mean, I played Hearthstone. Uh, yeah. I loved Hearthstone. The problem with Hearthstone is just after a while, it just uh-huh. got to where I didn't want to spend the money anymore. Like, even though there was a free to play mechanic to it where you could yep. earn, the cards mm-hmm. uh, it just took so long that it, you had to buy packs like yeah especially when the new not... new sets come out and you're like yeah i can't you compete. Yeah. yeah yeah you have to because like the new the new meta is there so i'm not a particularly good deck builder i am good at playing the game okay uh, whenever i have a deck so like during my Hearthstone days, I, pro- I probably played it for two years. I, you know, I would go to the deck websites and I would just build decks that people had already sure. built and then I would learn to use them. I never made yeah. Legend or anything like that, but I got to like top 10, like the, like rank 10, yeah. uh, several times. And so I like playing them. It's a thing of just my mind doesn't really connect. I don't have that chessboard type mind where I'm good at thinking about cards to put in there. And the synergy will, between, yeah. They said that a game is supposed to only take a matter of a few minutes. That's intriguing. Uh, mm-hmm. This definitely speaks to the, the very mobile aspect of it where people are playing at the same time. I hope that even though people are playing at the same time, that means that no action really occurs. And I, I'm guessing all the action kind of happens at once. Um, yeah. Similar to like an like maybe like an auto chess where you just kind of set up the thing. But in, in this one, you kind of play your cards and yeah. it goes there's um, probably a timer of sorts but it's not going to be yeah. like you know where everyone's turn takes forever and yeah because it, it seems to be quick enough yeah like you said something in between maybe it's enough that you know if you've set up your your starting play maybe that's like a good amount of the actual work that gets done i don't know um but dude and, i love the and, the deep cuts are onslaughts great yeah, and the fact that they're using old characters, the fact that the guy who formed this studio is a former Hearthstone person, and so I know that uh, he's at you know perfectly capable of directing a team to make a successful card game. Yeah, I'm gonna check it out. You know, it's yeah. free to play. What's the harm in checking it out? I've been about checking out. You know, I've, I've been I dipped my toes into Apex Legends Mobile. I was looking at this game, so I'm interested in this. And then I I realized. And we haven't heard about you know what's that other Marvel game that's like the Marvel XCOM game? You remember this? Yeah, Midnight yeah. Suns. That's a, yeah. That's apparently supposed to come out like soon, and I completely forgot about it. Like fell off my radar completely. So we don't. I don't think we have a release date for it yet. But we don't. Like it's you supposed to come out later this year. But yeah. So there's just superhero stuff. Marvel is is going at it dc has that fighting game that's well it's it's actually wb right like yeah wb yeah. versus or whatever it's called uh the multi the, the multiverse uh one that you're talking about where it's uh like batman and shaggy and yeah multiverses, yeah, multiverses. Yeah. 
Yeah, that looks fun. Um, yeah, that that looks fun. And man, DC DC has so many good properties. Warner Warner and DC have so many good co- uh, properties. They need to get it together when it comes to the movies. Um, the fact Marvel, that like Bugs Bunny's in a fighting game—that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it's so cool. Yeah, um, let's say briefly. We were talking about uh, Rescue Rangers uh, before we before we started yeah, here. Chip and Dale. That was a solid movie. Yeah, I, I had it, it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. The amount of cameos. Whitney Whitney told me uh, like stopped me because I wanted to uh, pause the uh, the the movie um every time like you know when the character like some characters pop up in the background i wanted to pause like to to catch them because some of them were really quick um and the amount of uh cameos or or like you know different properties they do they brought in uh, a lot of very big surprises we're not going to spoil anything here not that it's spoilerific but i was really surprised by some of the uh characters that popped in uh in that in that Oh um, yeah, yeah. But, very, very uh, surprised my, in the couple. My favorite, my my favorite being the like known, like I'm a known fan of the mm-hmm. villain. A very like it's one of my favorite characters of all time growing up. Oh, okay, and he, yeah, and that character's now been a villain in two different types of stories. And I'm like, come on, guys, like anybody, <laughs> leave him alone. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, there's I, I won't I won't go too far into it. There are some people who are. Um, who weren't liking like the choice for that washed up actor uh, villain. I'm not going to go into it because it's like I could go into the uh, like all the like idiosyncrasies of like of it. But I think it was a lot of uh, talking about kind of the meta of Hollywood, not just Disney, but just Hollywood in general of like you're you're, you know, the, the washed up kind of idea of you're not used to me anymore. So we go on to something else. Um, but yeah, I, I I loved it. The amount of uh, uh, yeah cameos and uh, great great acting from uh, from everybody. Uh, speaking of uh, of great acting, we did uh, get a little thing. This was technically I think last week that Kathleen Kennedy talked about this, but uh, Kathleen Kennedy saying Indiana Jones will never be recast, uh, which means probably the newest indie will be the last indie. Uh, what's the over under on? on uh, that happening where Indiana Jones will never be recast. Uh, I think that what they do is they just make him younger. Like there was still plenty of, like there was a book series about young Indiana Jones. I think that, I think that they just may not be able to do 40 year old. Oh, sure. Sure. Again. So I I would bet the, uh, I would bet the what, what? What are we talking about? Over under? Over under? What, what would you say again? Over under? Uh, over what? under on like on recast? I think I think I would uh, say it's very likely. Yeah, I think I think it's likely, and I would say after the the new, I didn't I didn't realize it's been fourteen years since uh, the last Indiana Jones movie. Um, I don't think Harrison's going to do it after the next one. Uh, so I give the you know I think it'd probably be within ten years of the next Indiana Jones movie that comes out 10 year before uh, within 10 years after that release that they'll reboot it in some way. Like you said, it could be a younger indie. Um, heck it could be something I mean, deep fake style. years old. Yeah. So it's, it's not like it's, you know, obviously don't want to put anything out that, like that out in the world, but yeah. it's only so much longer that Harrison can act. Well, and He's, wants to do this. He doesn't have to do this stuff, yeah, so you know. So Indiana Jones 5 
is supposed to come out next year. So that means he was probably like 77, 78 while they were yeah. filming it. Like, it's going to be a Patrick Stewart situation where, like, if you, you know, I know you haven't watched all of uh, all of Picard, but every time there's anything action, that guy has no action left in him. Not that, no. not that Patrick Stewart had a ton of action in him to begin with for the past 20, 30 years. But, sure. you know, he's uh, there's just only so much that that they yep. have in the tank so it's probably like there's probably just going to be moments where everybody else is doing the action around him and then occasionally harrison might like yeah. throw a punch or something yeah like i mean i did i do know he injured his uh his shoulder uh if not mm-hmm. other things doing the new movie um so i know he's doing what he can but you know of course from a safety perspective uh they have stunt doubles and all that so I don't view it negative on on him or Patrick Stewart because I even heard or actually in the episodes that I watched, there's like a, a part in I think it's the first or second episode where Patrick Stewart's running up the stairs, and it's a stunt yep. double. I was in and the I'm first like, season. I'm like, yep, that's st-. I'm like immediately like, okay, stunt double. I'm not going to uh, you know, I'm not uh, getting on to Patrick Stewart in that case. Like at his age, to make it look good and to not risk accidentally slipping. And delaying because that's another bit big uh, part of stunt doubles it's not just like can they do it but the risk of oh what happens if he falls and like injures himself and then they have to delay filming that's a lot of money yeah. and so um i just i don't think i don't think it's a property that they're going to just let die and when she said won't be recast i would view it as something where we get a younger indie not necessarily young indie not necessarily a teenager maybe Bef- uh, like shortly before like a prequel to indie to to raiders um like right you know just leading up to that like a rogue one style what happened right before raiders that kind of thing um yeah it could work and with technology now you could you could cgi someone to kind of look close enough to um well, i mean i think i think we mentioned it last time because i think yeah. we did talk about this last week but it was a a thing of like this is a character that you can just make like james bond like he is a a character that you can place in a certain time mm-hmm. uh you had because you can't i don't think you can make indiana jones current um at least not too current because yeah. we already have we have nathan drake with yeah. uncharted just as gamers i know like half the people but that movie dude you see how much money that movie's made it's it's gonna be 300 million dollars so, uh, it's Im- extremely, extremely impressive. I think I that's haven't even hot. seen it yet. I'm waiting for it to doubt. come yeah. to a service yeah. that I can watch it because I've heard it's not terrible. I've heard it's just not good. Uh, yeah, I've heard it's fine, but I feel like you can make it like a timeless character of just yeah. you know have somebody play Indiana Jones for a while and then have somebody have new next, do it. Just yeah. like just like with Bond, like yeah, uh, we we just got like the last Daniel Craig Bond, right? Mm-hmm. Which I haven't seen yet. And yeah. it's good that it's going to make yeah. room for a new one. And sure. I think that that's perfectly fine. And just something that, that happens. I think that you could do that with this character yeah. and get away with it. You just I feel like you'd have to right pull person. him into a different, yeah, I think you'd have to pull him into a different time period to do it well. So that way you're not yeah. having to re to, to redo the whole, you know the the nazi elements and everything like you could bring him into like the like late 70s or something bring him into like the iran contra uh, conflict and there's different different elements that you could do it where it's still within history and you have this you know this uh adventurer 
uh, in the middle of it. It, it could uh, could be pretty good. Uh, I'm gonna skip because um, we got, we had a lot of things to talk about. So I'm gonna skip. Obi Wan is coming out in a couple days. We're we all know we're excited about that, but. Uh, yep. We have a little snafu with uh, PlayStation Plus, and we do have an update on this, but it seemed at first, because the PlayStation Plus, the new PlayStation Plus, has released in uh, in Asia Pack, and the uh, pricing uh, seemed to, it seemed like you were going to have to pay the difference if you had a discounted uh, stacked uh, uh, subscriptions but this is apparently due to a software glitch, is is what they're saying. Uh, I don't, I don't, not believe them on that. It's kind of an odd one. Leonard, what do you think? Yeah. Wait, what? So the the they they said it was due. Uh, where is it? Where's the updated? They said due to a technical error, players oh, in yeah, Asia. Oh yeah, are you asking me if I believe it is a technical error? Yeah. So, because they said no, it's a technical dude. error, they, I think <laughs> they wanted people to not notice, dude. Somebody was like, "Why isn't Sony smart?" And I was like, "Why is Sony smart?" That's yeah. exactly what they meant to do. They were hoping you wouldn't notice. Now, yeah. people like Patrick and myself would have had no issue because we put in what are essentially gift cards. We buy yes. we buy uh, codes mm -hmm. from other websites, and so the. Theoretically, we paid full price for those codes. What they're Correct. referring to is like you can, it's at least once or twice a year, they go in and they say, hey, if you renew right now, we'll knock 15 bucks off. Yeah, and if you renew so for like a year. Yeah, 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 exactly. And they were going to be charging those people. They absolutely, there was no technical error. Yeah. Nobody looked at it and they were like, they'll just press the button. They're stupid consumers, which honestly, most people probably are. That's kind of what I was thinking. <laughs> I think that they thought it was going to be a small percentage and, uh, and it wasn't going to, it wasn't going to be that big of a deal. Um, Tim in the comments, by the way, we have chat popping up here now. Uh, so Tim in the comments saying Spielberg had to get his, uh, his uh, uh, back to the future scene in somehow original time machine was a refrigerator. That's, that is correct. Tim, Tim's a big fan of uh, back to the future. So you, you knew about that, right? For, the time machine uh, mm -hmm. for Back to the Future was originally going to be a refrigerator. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't. Yeah. So that's funny. Yeah. Um, and also now I forgot. I forgot to tell you. Chat now pops up uh, to be visible. So yeah. Yay. Um, yeah. Woo. Good. Good stuff, Tim. Advanced. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I I think that I think this was ha it was an oversight, and I think that someone at sony you know seeing what what companies do like this when it comes from a, from a product perspective or an engineering perspective sometimes they look at things and go oh well it's a small percentage so you know under you know if they were looking at thinking oh it's only gonna be like seven or eight percent of the, the people who convert are are you know bought it with a discount if they even looked um yeah i don't th I, I think you're i think that they assumed people wouldn't notice uh but the reaction or the retraction was pretty quick and that tells me that it was either brought up or someone you know someone knew that that was going to be a problem and acted quick enough to uh, to get it to fix um yeah. it wasn't it wasn't something that took like weeks uh to to sort out so that's why i think i don't think it was necessarily a technical error because you got a program come on technical error to program the stuff saying your remaining balance uh-uh like that's weird. It seemed it yeah. seemed a little weird to me, a little too much. Yeah. But 
yeah, I knew I'm, going yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the, uh, for the conversion coming up next month. I do have what is it? Uh, two weeks, right? Two weeks from today. I, I need to go put it. I need to go put in my month of, of now. I I have a reminder because my PlayStation, uh, yeah, say let, let me know if it if it lets you put it in because they're doing so many things. So um, I'm just gonna sign up for a month via yeah. the service. I couldn't find any discount codes because yeah, I but, currently don't have now, and I know you can't stack. And I was looking correct. for like a 12 monther, and they are sold out. So, yeah, and mine mine uh, uh, expires on the fourth, I want to say, and PlayStation Plus comes out the. Remember if it's the twelfth or, or something, um, but it's already out in certain countries as yeah. of yesterday. Yeah, but um, it's not out here until I want to say it's the like twelfth. Um, let me see these roll out. But yeah, I'm going to be doing the same June thing. June thirteenth. So you were June thirteenth. Yeah. Yep. So. So yeah, um, I need to just log in because I have a year left or more of PS Plus, and I'm trying to trick it into giving me premium for a year. That's my. That's what I'm trying to do too. So I'm gonna upgrade. Um, my PlayStation now ends on the third or fourth. So I'm gonna go in uh, on the fifth and add one month and see yeah. if it can trick me into it. If not, I'll try out the uh, the new uh, the new premium. Um, I, I want to try it out anyways, even if it's a, a short amount of time. Uh, but the the amount of games on there, I would not be going for premium personally. Uh, I wouldn't be going for premium if I did if I couldn't trick it into that. I'm gonna you know give it a taste, see what see what I think. Um, I think that the extras is probably where most people should go. Premium just it has a lot of older titles, but I don't I don't know. Like I already have I have a good amount of them, but if they are allowing not only those older titles but also ability to purchase them, which is what it sounded like. Uh, I don't know how many, but um, it's definitely worth a, a dip in my toes in the pool, but um, I think extras is where most people are going to land when it comes to their their pick on this. I'm thinking mid tier. That's yeah. where that's, that's the where I want to be. I really want to see what kind of offerings they get. I want to see what kind of uh, if they can get any like day one third yeah. party stuff going. Like they have a good relationship with Square. Can we? I don't think we're going to get Final Fantasy 16, but could we get something else? Yeah, uh, on there. You know, early could we uh, get some indie games? I think that that would be great if they went back to their like early days of PS4 roots and were like, "Hey, we love indies. You guys want some money?" Dude, that was uh, yeah, and, yeah. And got some day one stuff uh, as far as that goes. I really want to see because otherwise, I'm perfectly content with how PS Plus is now. I wish I didn't mm -hmm. have to pay for my storage because essentially the free games are fine. I barely play them though, but it's just the peace of mind that all of my saves get uploaded and that I can, you know, delete or now, you know, I can delete them off my console as my space yeah. fills up and, and not worry about it and re-download it. And if I had multiple consoles, which I'm sure I will at some point, whenever my kid comes of age, there will need to be some, some property sharing there. Yeah. He's not, he's not taking over my main console. So I'm going to have to get him one, hopefully, unless he just hates video games, which would but uh, <laughs> but I'm, I mean, I'm happy with yeah. PS Plus as it is so I don't need this extra right now what we've seen from the library as we've said it's actually a great lineup but we own everything I yeah. own all of that I own all of those first party games except for Demon Souls I own <laughs> so. I own most of them so yeah I, I agree the 
and it's it's the the one how they're going to treat it and you know uh game pass has what five years on uh uh this new you know service so playstation launching its new thing game pass is already yeah i mean i think game pass was great to begin with and it's just gotten better with time uh but i think we're gonna give playstation a little bit of time to see what what this uh what happens in the first year or so as they uh you know, and see are, how often are they adding games to this? Are they going to bring in some part? Because man, if bringing in some of those uh, partnerships with, um, dude, like Square, Devolver, like because Devolver pops up uh, on Game Pass, uh, a lot of their Devolver games uh, could pop up on Game Pass. That kind of stuff, um, it's it's so beneficial. I mean, even if they did a, you know, the game comes out for like sixty days on on uh, PlayStation on PlayStation Plus, and then afterwards, like you got to buy it with a discount that that's a that's a no-brainer in my opinion get people to to try out the game and then buy it um yeah yeah i think i think it's a no-brainer um what do you think about there's of course rumors always talking about uh coming out about this but the uh discussion of a ps5 pro or xbox i'm calling it the xbox series xl uh, for the the pro version of the series this is um uh, this is coming out like we like I said we've had a lot of talk about the uh, the next gen uh, uh, games. This is coming out from uh, T- I was I always say uh, TLC but TCL uh, manufacturer saying they anticipate uh, a pro PS5 and Xbox 2023 2024. I don't know if pro I would I would imagine a, a hardware refresh because we haven't seen a uh, hardware refresh where it's uh, cheaper to make, cheaper to you know, maybe hopefully even easier to produce. Slim PS5. I would imagine we get that prior to a Pro, uh, especially because they're. I mean, it's hard to get your hands on them now. Why come out with a Pro? Uh, I mean. Honestly, I don't. I don't think it's a good idea if they yeah. want to do it. I think the the best idea would be for them to put a bigger hard drive in it. Um, I think that that seems more likely to me. So, like again, like you said, a hardware refresh. So right now, the current hard drive for the PS5 is 800 and change. Xbox Series X is like 900 something. Yeah. So you know, I think that it would be a thing of. Uh, Let's put some let's put some two gig boys in there, and and really step it up in terms of hard drive space. I really don't. And like we already saw that they made soft iteration changes where the heatsink is now smaller on the current yep. models of the PS5. So it's not like they're not actively making some changes already. I just do. I think it's. I don't think people have harnessed the power of this thing. I think that we are still seeing too many thirty frame games to really to really express like what people said that the ps5 and the series x were both capable of yeah they're making Uh, games for the last gen still making games for ps4 and and making games for the series s it's holding them back you can't keep these things on the shelves i think it's very in that case it's very similar to um nintendo where nintendo's like you're still buying our switch why would we make a new one like i think i do think nintendo is making a new one but i it's a thing of why why won't they talk about it because they don't need to. There's no there's no need to. As soon as you talk it, about when, it, when we do, your sales will plummet. Yeah, they're gonna yeah. yeah they're gonna stop buying 
the old one. So I think that it does happen eventually. Yeah. But I don't think next year. I think that's way as you can't even keep them on the shelves. Like yeah. they literally the the Series S outsold PlayStation Five in Japan last month, and like that's while so that's, cool. While that's a, while that's a good headline. At mm-hmm. the same time, it was like, okay, were there as many PS Fives available as there were Series S? And the answer I guess is no. no. Yeah. <laughs> and the and the and Series so, S good yeah. for Series S, but yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, I said like Series S for from a and I, I hate to to say this because we talked about this last week about how it how it's hard to develop for. I still think it's a really convenient console. I would love to see, um, you know, the, I mean, the PS5 digital, you know, being a similar uh, idea. But man, if they came out with a hardware refresh where, um, you know, where it is a slightly smaller with a, a bigger hard drive, uh, better, you know, better heat sink, all that jazz. If they did that for, uh, let's say, holiday or late fall 2023, I think it'd be, I think it'd be excellent. Hopefully, they can produce more of them because that's obviously another part of it is to say the demand is really high but you can't keep them on the shelves but the demand is still there they'd rather have them they'd rather um have them in stores make a version that can can be made easier due to supply chains and all that um they'd rather do that than the situation that they're in they're still doing okay switch is still selling pretty well the the uh usually sold out around me um, I think they're still f- funny enough. The switch light usually has a ton of switch lights, um, around me. If I go to a retail store, yeah. um, but I, I, I haven't seen still, I haven't seen spoilers at all. Um, yeah. I, I, I even went, they only had, like, I was at Walmart just the other day and they just had two of the regular switches Yeah, and that's it. Just yeah. Two we, switches. And that's. Yeah, that's still surprising. You'd think well, that there would just be a ton of those things. Yeah, and you think like the so the switch, the price range on the switch being you've got a switch light goes down to what two hundred dollars. You have the three hundred dollars switch and then three fifty for a swole LED. That's a that's a that's a economical, if you will. Uh, yeah. When the Series S is three hundred and Series X and PS Five being five hundred, four hundred, five hundred, depending. Um, there, that's a, there's a reason I think that people are buying Series S. It's there, and people are saying, okay, well, I'll buy this. I might not be able to get a PS5 this year, so I'll buy a Series S, play some play some Xbox for a while, and enjoy things. Or people's uh, you know birthday parties coming up, they want a you know a new console and can't get the PS5 and don't want to pay scalpers. Um, I am hoping that it becomes a little bit more available because I'm considering getting another PS5. Um, but because of not that series S is convenient, but I don't know. I've got so much, so much investment already in the PlayStation um, uh, ecosystem that, you know, I'd have to be buy, rebuying games for, you know, for me and the wife on Xbox, the games that I'd want to play like two player or because um, the reason I was going to get another PS five is specifically for her to put in the office in her office so that she can yeah. play uh, when she wants to play. She doesn't feel like she has to fight the fight the, for the TV. Uh, and we can play two-player games, you know? You used That'd to be, be an Xbox gamer, Whitney. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, she, I, I think it's funny because it's not that many, like, uh, exclusive games. I think it's some exclusive, but mostly because I already have the games on PlayStation. So, you know. She just sees it. It's like, it's, 
It's like yeah. Arby's. We have the meats. We have the meats. Yeah. I mean, I got Game Pass and everything. She did download some uh, uh, some different game. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. That Rome game that you and uh, and and uh, wife played. The one that was a Skyrim mod, and it's a time travel. Yeah. She down she downloaded that and has been playing that a little bit. Um, but yeah, she plays more. She plays more PlayStation. So yeah, and uh, which makes sense when you get PlayStation VR coming out at some point. Um, so who was was it? Jim Ryan that said this? I I forgot the uh, on the twenty what? launch game. Uh, sorry, the uh, so Sony Sony is saying that uh, they're going to have. Uh, over 20 launch games for PlayStation VR 2. Um, considerable, uh, it says, uh, Jim Ryan says he spent, uh, it's a typo there, uh, spending considerable amount of money securing VR content, which is good. Um, I wish Notice that, that he was... Partnerships with independent and other third-party developers. Give me Half-Life, Alex. That, <laughs> please. Uh, that'd be amazing. I, I'm, I'm still hopeful they have not said for certain that it's going to be backwards compatible with PSVR. I think it would be a bad, I mean, I almost feel like leaving that catalog behind. It's not a huge catalog, but there's a lot of games that are sitting in our, in our backlog that we got for free or, you know, good ones like, uh, the Arkham VR beat saber and others that if they had it backwards compatible, you'd have 20 plus launch games and the old, the old ones, maybe, I don't know. Maybe you'd have to have the uh, PlayStation VR camera. I don't know what it would take, but I feel like leaving that in the dust would be a bad idea to not allow for backwards compatibility. But Half Life, Half Life, Alex would be pretty dope to have on there. It needs to. I I call it as a launch game. I'm standing by it. I'm I'm I'll be happy about it. Uh, I think we're gonna see we're going to see a lot of the uh of the VR games that like I said Beat Saber that's a that's an easy win. I would be surprised if Beat Saber didn't go on there cuz that's a, that's an easy pick easy buy for people. Um there are others that are that are popular that probably would uh, would get in there um Surgeon Simulator that sort of thing. Um hopefully we get some new stuff as well, but I'm just immediately thinking of VR games that um you know that spark joy. Uh, like, I mean, we know we're going to get the Horizon, um, can't remember the name of it, the Horizon Forbidden Lands, whatever. Uh, oh, the, I was looking at the looking name, uh, Call of the Mountain. Yeah, we know we're getting that, uh, but yeah, I don't know what else we're going to, we're going to get. Are we going to get like, uh, yeah, well, hopefully I'm saying like, are the 20 plus is he securing games that we uh is he making sure to secure those games that we know we want because it's not backwards compatible or is it new stuff yeah it better not just be like beat saber and install they need it they better make it backwards compatible. like i was talking about this the other day where they were like because they haven't said anything they truly don't think it's backwards compatible i'm like they have like they before before oculus quest 2 mm-hmm. came out they had and i don't and i don't know what the numbers are currently but before quest 2 came out psvr was the most popular vr headset of all time it was the yeah. highest selling and yeah. that's and when we, when we talk about that we're talking about like in the in the sing, single digit million so i think it, yeah. the last i checked it was at like five or six million 
but that's still substantial for a VR headset. Vive doesn't sell that. Uh, the HTC Sense doesn't sell that. Like they nothing touched that. Now the Quest Two has changed that, becoming a, a wireless what's uh, wireless headset and cheap, and, wireless and, yeah, and, and affordable, and being as accessible as it is. Yeah. So if you want to retain like that top status or that second to top status when you don't have a wireless headset because it is a single cord it's USB-C yep. uh, corded you got to bring that over and you can't snub your the people who bought 5 million and literally buy all of your yep. games people who people who buy these kinds of headsets and support them they buy everything that comes out for them like this is a thing where like if there's a vr version of a game they will buy it and so you got people that are probably sitting on entire catalogs of vr titles i really and then people like me i didn't get into it because i wanted cordless and they said well of course not going to happen but they have given enough upgrades mm-hmm. on this second headset to where i'm not getting a quest 2 my plan is to get psvr 2 but i want to play moss i want to yeah. go back and play moss which everybody says is one of the great vr yeah. games i I want to play Vader Immortal. I want to play like there's there's some stuff on PlayStation that I uh, I want to play that Batman one that people said was really yeah good. yeah Arkham that VR yeah. yeah it needs to be backwards yeah. compatible and if they don't it's a horrible decision yeah. it's an absolutely awful decision and I, I will say uh, the the I still think that the decision um, I know I know I guess kind of why they did it but the decision in my opinion, um, to have a wire, not only a wired headset, but the wire is uh, fixed to the headset. The USB-C is fixed on the headset to then go USB-C to uh, your, um, uh, you know, to your console. That bothers me, but I will say I will more than likely test out. I'm sure other people will do this too and get a USB-C extender, which I'm sure that they sell because I have USB uh, extender, USB 3.0 extenders. Because um, if you can get a USB-C extender, again, I assume that already exists, that's going to give you the extra room um, from uh, you to the, uh, to the console. Because I always feel tethered when I feel like I'm going to pull the console out when, when I have the cord um like attached to me on the psvr uh when i used my psvr i feel like i'm going to pull accidentally pull in reaction and uh you know and jostle something so uh i don't know how long that cord is but i'm probably going to get an extender just to make sure i get a little bit more slack so i don't feel like i'm going to uh you know panic and uh uh, and, and pull the console down or i've had a couple times where the dogs were like stepping over uh, the the cord the cable and like it pulled on me and that's just not that's not fun mm. but yeah we would want cordless but we're not going to get it unfortunately yeah i do yeah i really do yeah. want uh sorry my kid is uh not no, going sorry. to bed it's like 40 minutes later so i'm like looking at it. <laughs> uh yeah i i genuinely wanted it to be cordless also uh it doesn't shock me that they couldn't make it happen because they have to attach it to a more powerful machine i hope that they figure out some kind of wireless connectivity as time goes on um, yeah but this is the one i'm in on i yeah. i am not giving meta my money um not because i hate necessarily hate 
meta, but because I am a PlayStation person. I have yeah. a PlayStation library. I do already own PSVR games via PS Plus, and you know, those are games that came with my membership, but that's just kind of how it goes. But I do... I do want it to be good and I want it to be really good. And so they, yeah. I want, I want everything to carry over cause I'm not going back and buying the PSVR. I've heard it's fun. I've heard it's nice. I've heard it works. Yeah. Well, I heard it functions, but I want, I want new hotness. And you I know, it. uh, I, it, what's funny is I say all this, like I've been playing a lot of guardians, uh, through my PS4 pro with, uh, remote play via my PS5. It yeah. works awesomely by the way it's so funny that the ps it, the ps4 is a perfect streaming machine if you guys yeah. have a ps5 and you want to play it in a different room of your house because of whatever reason so my reason is just people are using that tv or 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 whatever it works amazingly if you have a good internet connection like i do yeah yeah <laughs> runs perfect yeah and you're wired aren't you are you wired on both of them oh yeah that's that's really gonna I have help a mesh. Net, I have a mesh network, and I'm wired to each mesh hub. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the way to do it. Yeah. So it's like uh, I've never I've never really like understood how to classify that on like Wi-Fi versus like wired. Whenever you're wiring to mesh, but it it is wired to mesh, so it's taking yeah. it, it's not occupying a wireless channel. As it, yeah, exactly. A lot of other it, devices do, yeah, so it's that, not getting that level of interference. Exactly, exactly. Well, it, because of the mesh, because your mesh uh, routers are also wired to each other, so they're able to, uh, right? Because they're, they're, they're wired to each yeah. other. So yeah, you're, you're essentially wired. It's almost, it's just a LAN connection at that point, you know? It's the LAN yeah. cave. Uh, so rounding out this, uh, this week's episode, uh, we got a little bit of news on Star Wars Acolyte. This is part of the, uh, the High Republic uh, content that's coming out. This is the new game, not to be confused with Eclipse, which is the more uh, story-based uh, uh, game. But Star Wars Acolyte, um, man, I'm I'm excited about this. Being concentrating on uh, the villains uh, and basically having a bad guy's perspective and a martial arts movie inspiration. I'm 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 for it. Um, I think that uh, the Star Wars hasn't dug into in that. Oh, I should say some of it has. If if you played the Old Republic, um, there's some Sith and and bad guy stuff. But you know, I I could play Jedi's. That's fine. But I'd like to dig into other stuff in the uh, in the Star Wars uh, mythos and the Star Wars uh, uh, galaxy, uh, and being able to to bring this in for these uh, these villains. I think is uh, I think it's pretty cool, and the martial arts uh, story aspect. I'm assuming that means maybe like a revenge uh, kind of. I skimmed the article. This like came in like right before we started the show, but um, yeah, yeah. The martial arts story aspect of it is is intriguing to me as well. Um, I'm excited that my favorite line in here was that uh, was the person who is doing it. So it's it's the showrunner saying I'm a mega fan. Uh, I think this is the best place to, to put this in an era you guys have not quite explored yet, so it's going to be High Republic. But what my favorite thing that they said, I was coming at it as a fan who is much more into the RPG that the extended universe feeds on. So I'm like, yeah. let's go, baby. I know, that the High, <laughs> I know that the High Republic is already open season anyway, so you're able to, to invent new characters. But what that tells me, mm -hmm. High Republic, if it's somebody who 
is a fan, do we have a chance of seeing maybe some stuff from KOTOR that gets on our... I obviously don't know what they exactly mean by RPG. Like, are they talking about tabletop RPG? Are they talking about KOTOR? I'm assuming it's, KOTOR, because the tabletop RPGs have been meh. I mean... Yeah, well, I mean, it's tough to say. I know some people who are big fans of writing their own stuff and, and use those things. We played very briefly, and mm -hmm. it was a good time. I wish we could have uh, could have continued, but my, my very first thought, obviously, was jumping to oh, we got a KOTOR fan. Yeah. All yeah. right. Can we can we see some some influences from Revan? Can we see can we see some of that stuff come over to the High Republic? Now there's a big time difference there Still, yeah. and everything like that. But can it be there? Can we make <laughs> Kotor yeah. canon? Can we do it? Man, I Kathleen <laughs> we, we, we need to. Um I mean we know we're getting a Kotor remake, but that doesn't mean that it's canon, it is still, you know. It's still legends. Um, I think that Kotor is is something that that deserves uh, deserves its place. Um, unless we get something similar, like you like you said, the times time scale is so different. But unless we get something similar when it comes to um, the Sith in this uh, in this time, uh, I forgot the Sith would have. I haven't read any High Republic Sith. Aren't around during High Republic, are they? Because it would have been like I a thousand really, years I bought before. The, I, bought, I bought two books, and yeah, I've but... just been playing games and doing school, <laughs> so I, ha I I can't speak to yeah. what the dark side status is. Because I think there. I think uh, what was it in episode one? They were saying that um, was how long was it? That, okay, so uh, they're in january so they're not known apparently is what it's, okay. it seems like yeah, there's an article here from january that says they're uh they weren't gone entirely from the high republic they just bided their time in hiding and Makes living sense. by the rule of two so there's probably uh there's probably some stuff in there um that I don't know if the books have gotten to yet or or what. So I I have two of the very first books to be bought, yeah. and I don't know where it is. I I need to read them now. Seeing this, we know eclipses is coming out. Um, I feel like I need to um, I need to jump in because I didn't. As as we know, I'm I'm have hardly watched uh, uh, Rebels and Clone Wars. And I feel like I've missed out on a lot of Star Wars in that. And I feel like I am could be missing out on some really cool Star Wars stuff that we're building the foundation of. Those books are building the foundation that, you know, when we have new cartoons and, and games that eventually come out, um, you know, I I would like that context to, to know this. I already love the world, but I'd like some context as to, you know, what who these people are and, uh, you know, get to enjoy those moments. Um you know, with a little bit more, a little bit more, con like I said, context. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a broken record here, but I feel like I lost out on that when it came to like Clone Wars and uh, you know Cad Bane showing up. I'm like, oh, okay, I know who that is, but that doesn't, that's not as, uh, you know, as weighted, as uh, impactful as it was for those yeah. who who watch those shows. So, yeah, I, I think I'm gonna I mean, have to and that's where like me, even though I haven't, I'm not as big on Clone Wars, but like there's. That's where my Ahsoka love came from was, yeah. was Rebels and yeah. what she turned into after she leaves the Order, which happens um, during Clone Wars. My Ahsoka is post-Clone Wars, really, and where 
she's not a Jedi, but she's, you know, I, I like to call her a gray Jedi. Other people say that she's not. And I was like, I don't know. Like, she's clearly a good person and clearly follows the ways of the Force. And you can see that even more uh, in uh, in later stuff without getting too much into spoilers uh, of yeah. more recent media. But, like, you can yeah. see uh, kind of what that is. But, you know, people have the those versions uh of the characters just like with cad bane like he's in rebels also and so mm -hmm. that's the reason why i knew him. i didn't really have much clone wars experience i keep trying to i every, basically every few weeks i go back mm -hmm. and I watch like two or three episodes of clone okay. wars and just kind of keep trucking through it i'm just i don't know it's just not not yeah there's something about the animation style it's honestly the animation style i just don't like the blockiness of it versus rebels which is more clean to me in terms of the art style there's just something about the blocky nature of it where i'm just like yeah it's like looking at like certain characters that just look off like obi-wan looks fine because he's obi-wan they can't make obi-wan look bad but then you look <laughs> at like padma uh yeah. padme and you're, just, and you're like mm. what do they do yeah. to your face <laughs> Yeah, I know. I mean, it was it was a, uh, a stylistic choice. I mean, I still liked the um, the uh, mini series that they did before on uh, Clone Wars prior to uh, uh, prior to Rebels, Clone Wars, all that. I forgot the um, I forgot what they're they're referring to that as now, but it was clone. It was referred to as Clone Wars, the two D Samurai Jack uh, style. That was cool, but I'm assuming that it's a lot more labor intensive to make something like that than it is to make um, the the animation style for Clone Wars and Rebels. It's, it's much cheaper uh, to do that, not to downplay, uh, you know, what they've done, but it's it's easier to turn that around uh, than it is to make a uh, more hand-drawn animation. And it's like it's like anime, you know, it takes it takes longer to turn those out if it's quality. Yeah, yeah. but it's Star Wars, so it's gonna be good it's probably. not it's not an episode of land cave if we don't talk about star wars that's right that's right and uh i will say you, you were talking about uh watching clone wars in that fashion i'm like that's about how how much deep space nine i'm watching because that's something i'll pop in every now and then what? four or five episodes a, a week maybe <laughs> and just yeah, just I, got to I'm on season one still okay uh, I'm about about halfway through uh the first season and it's you know, I obviously remember stuff as it happens, but it's like, oh yeah, this happens with Julia. I forgot that Julian got like taken over by like a like a murdering dude who like is that like wow, and I forgot yeah. how him and Garrick's relationship started and like this may this is I love Garrick. I love oh, Garrick Garrick's great. <laughs> um I just got into season four. Um and uh I had to finish the season four uh is a two-parter the beat the first episode it's a two-parter so i had to watch both of those but um getting wharf uh back getting wharf onto the station and um i feel like it really picks up there and just immediately you can tell uh you can tell that he and jedzia like sparks are flying like right in the first episode i'm like yep yeah. this 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 works it, it i don't know whose writing choice that was to pair them up but it it works so well uh, with with the two of them, like it well, didn't feel forced. That. It's yeah. interesting seeing that based on how she talked to Julian in the first season, where Julian uh -huh. like is clearly like infatuated with Dax like the whole time, right? And yeah. there's one point where she tells him she's like, "I'm a trill," and we just don't necessarily function that way. 
but like there's that difference from when the relationship just you know makes sense yeah and you know that's where you know it hit with Worf, and, it, and based on her past life with Curzon and stuff like that, it, it made total sense why yeah. that was the way it was. Yeah. Uh, but interesting to see like that change of character, you know, just knowing how it went down later versus yeah. now watching the first season again. I'm like, oh, she didn't just shoot him down. She was like, oh, I'm a trill. I'm not like that. But she's yeah. like newly joined and still learning how to be Dex. Yeah, and she wasn't she wasn't ready for she wasn't ready for Worf. I don't think that like she expected something like that. She was doing her own thing. It just worked organically for the characters. But yeah, I love it. I love it. Anyways, hope you guys enjoyed this episode of, of the Land Cave. Uh, let us know what you think about that new Star Wars content. Uh, how long do you think it'll be before I build this Millennium Falcon? Is it going to sit in a box, uh, or am I actually going to build it? two weeks we'll see <laughs> let us know in the comments what you think about that and we'll see you next time Bye. sorry i got kind of distracted there no that's cool the end, but he's being a little butt like he